0: Yetta, did you know that our cells listen to everything we say and do?
1: I do because I get these pop-ups in my phone and I get these things that tell me what I need to do next almost. (laughs) It's just for my cell phone.
0: Yes, but that's not what I'm talking about. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker
1: Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. Okay, well, I guess that's what we're gonna learn in a minute. That ourselves listen to our thoughts, and yet we're excited that we're with you for another episode of Life's Inside Track. I'm Yedda Decker.
0: And I'm Ken Decker.
1: And where we get to share techniques, thoughts, tools, truths, and even some fascinating little insights where we get to turn our house into home where our families thrive and we live the best
0: life possible. Yeah, so like my cell phone does listen to me and it knows what I'm doing and it predicts what I'm going to do. It's a little a little freaky. scary, a little freaky. freaky. Like yeah. I get out of the car and it says your car is parked here. And then when I get back into my car, it could be two hours later, six hours later, the screen pops up and it says 15 minutes to such and such destination. I go, how does it know I want to go home now? Because
1: it's used to your pattern of behavior. Yeah. So our cell phones are, in fact, listening to us pretty much. All the time. Yeah, Smartphones, have, technology, yeah, it's gotten you, out of you, control. Have you ever
0: had that where we have a conversation mm-hmm. about maybe buying a hot tub? Yep. And then, like, tomorrow when you're going through your Facebook or something, you see hot tub ads and mm-hmm. they pop up on your email server. Yep. That happened
1: when we were going to buy the, uh, <laughs> what do you call that, pool spa or whatever. Yeah. I think sometimes
0: yeah. it's because you've searched it, but sometimes you just talk about it and it shows up. Right. That's a little scary. It really is. Now, what's even scarier is your cells in In your your body, body, yes, they listen to your thoughts. You don't even have to speak it out, and they listen to your thoughts.
1: It grabs everything, and little did I know that we have over three trillion cells in our body, and they're all responding to something that's going on. Even if sometimes it's only our thoughts, not just our actions or our behaviors, but our actual—they're picking up what you're laying down. How do they
0: measure that?
1: I have no the only, idea. The only
0: way I think of is like they could cut a little chunk off of you and count how many cells in that, weigh how much okay. it weighs, and then multiply that by your weight or something. We digress. <laughs> we absolutely like digress. I just see somebody trying to count all the cells. Okay. It's just- it, so the, I know. I digress. The, Not we. I digress.
1: Yeah. Well, we're in this together. So mm-hmm. therefore, it's yeah. we. And so with those cells, they're constantly, it's, the pop-ups are even greater than with our cell phones.
0: Yeah, because they listen to our thoughts. And it's mm-hmm. interesting because your cells and your thought can be out of alignment temporarily, but they don't stay out of alignment one or the other will cause one to move, so if you're physically tired, right your brain may come tired, or if your brain is tired, it will tell your cells to be tired and your and and how do you fix that? If your brain says your body's tired, get your cells into motion, get into action, get moving. And your energy level will come up and your brain activity will increase and not be tired anymore. It's kind of like they, they don't stay out of sync. They, they, right, stay, if they sync. stay
1: out of sync. Well, when they're out of sync, I think you're also prone for confusion. Like if you ever, I know this happens to me way too often, shouldn't probably admit this out loud, where I want to do two different things at the same time. I'm in conflict with myself. So mm-hmm. I'm feeling tired. So I want to go have a nap.
0: Right, But what
1: I know I ought to be doing is creating another Life's Inside Track episode or calling a client or doing something that is on my list of what I get to get done today.
0: Yeah, I see it in you all the time where you go, oh, I really don't have energy. What do you want to do? And then the phone rings or or text comes on and it's a client that needs to speak to you. And you'll talk to them. And your energy just goes way up through the roof because you're so present on them and serving them that you forget about
1: what what your
0: body was telling you.
1: Right. And so the cells come into alignment with the thing that I'm willing to take. So again, it comes back to the action. When I take action on it, because if they hadn't called, I still would have walked around moping and saying I'm too tired to function. Mm -hmm. Too tired to think, too tired to create, too tired, just too tired. And then you're right. The minute there is a demand, and it's not even the phone that rings anymore most of the time. It's just a quick text message. But if I happen to look at it and see the text message, and I see who's calling or texting, and I'd like to connect with them, somehow the energy shows up. Materializes, right? So the cells come into alignment with the desired thing.
0: Mm, Because your thought is, this is going to be a great call. I I want this call.
1: Right. Or I want this conversation. Right. Yeah. I want to engage with this person Mm. because I
0: like them. Yeah. And it's the same thing. You know, I don't know about you, but sometimes if I want to go swimming or go to the gym, I don't feel like it. But once I get there and I work out for half an hour or an hour, I feel great. So what is that? (sighs) It's us fighting against our very cells.
1: And so how can you, how will you choose now that you have this extra little bit of knowledge? And I did a fair bit of research to prepare for this episode because it was one of those ones that popped out of nowhere or out of divine space into me that I thought, oh, this whole play on cell phones and cells in our body, that's just so awesome and delicious that we have to talk about it. So I started Googling and researching and learning a little bit more because I didn't know we had over 3 trillion cells. Mm -hmm. And as we did that, it just realize how little we really do know even science even that what they talked about has changed over the last few years it continues to change so if you have some insight that you could share with us we would love that like this is this whole conversation all our conversations are meant to be interactive monologues, not, I mean, dialogues, not monologues. That's Mm. where it goes, dialogues. And the only way you can do that is you can email us or you can send us a text or you can call us so that we can have the conversation. So what I'm going to ask you to do is share, what do you know? What do you experience about your cells and how do you get them back into alignment with what you really want versus what's coming up for you? Yeah.
0: And one of the things that, you know, you hear about it, We've experienced mm. it. You hear you know folklore about someone that wills themselves to death in a train car mm. that they think is refrigerated and it's not mm-hmm. and they had lots of oxygen, but they come out dead. And I can't prove or disprove that folklore, but there you hear multiple times where somebody who mm. is sickly hangs on. For a special event, to see Mm -hmm. someone special, to see a baby born, to see someone graduate, Mm -hmm. and then very quickly after that, kind of the will to live disappears, and they will themselves to die.
1: Right, and we weren't going to share this, but I guess I will. My grandma, when I was 16, I went to Denmark to visit her. And she said, when I got into the country, I'm not going to eat anything. I'm going to be alive when you get here, but I can't eat till you get here. I'm too excited. But, and I did get there. We had a great time together. And very shortly thereafter, she passed away, but she had a determination. So we can will ourselves to a certain degree. And Mm. it's kind of, interesting yeah
0: so the mind and body are deeply connected Mm. so be careful what you think Mm -hmm. we're grateful for being partners on this journey with you of real estate and life exponential you get to write the story so you might as well make it a best sell it
1: absolutely we've created for you free access to over five hundred and three episodes where we share really insider tips, building wealth, how to get the most out of your home, and even like even the great news here is you can get access to them anywhere from home, from office, or on the go so what we 're going to discover in this episode is how. Our story, the story we tell ourselves or our mind, actually affects our entire body and life. Yeah, the story we tell, whether it's true or not, doesn't really matter.
0: Well, the body doesn't know whether it's true or not, right? It and only th- it thinks everything the brain thinks is true. Not wild? It is wild. I don't know. Have you ever woken up from a dream like? I've had ones where I'm swimming across a lake and it's a lot further than I thought it was going to be. And I wake up and I'm just exhausted. Yep. Or
1: your muscles are even sore. Yeah. I know. It is absolutely wild that that's true.
0: And then recently, like recently, like while I was writing this show, I knew I needed to get up in the morning, do my debos, and then go sit down in the office before I went to work. And write the content for this show that you're listening to right Right, now. Right, the one
1: on Uh sales. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. So for some reason, I woke up and I vaguely remember dreaming some things. I don't even remember what I was dreaming now. And typically when I wake up, I don't remember anything, which is very pleasant for me, actually. (laughs) And this morning, I woke up and I was in a funk. My dream had put me... In a cellular, emotional, draggy, kind of funky, eh, not deep. that fun, right? Right. And how quick does it take you to pick up on that?
1: Oh, about 0.0 like seconds. A, like a millisecond. A millisecond? <laughs> like it's a 000, 0.00.1 <laughs> seconds. And so I feel the funk, and right away, My inclination is to go, what's wrong? What is wrong with you, man? And can you snap out of it? And could you snap out of it yesterday, not just take your time to snap Mm. it out?
0: And do you write a story about maybe you did something? Oh, that
1: could happen.
0: Mm. That could
1: definitely happen, right? So maybe you, like me, have maybe still, for me, it was mostly in the past where I would write this dramatic terrible like what did i do what did i get wrong are do you not want to create the shows did i say did i whatever right like i yeah, get into we're going to be would,
0: late again cuz now again. he doesn't want to write it
1: right that even another that story n-
0: another late night another late
1: night up. and i don't mm-hmm. want to do that and then the shows aren't as we're not as present with you. They're not as well written. I don't feel as comfortable, so I don't show up as good. So then I make it all about me. That's at least what I used to do a lot. <laughs> That's
0: tiring. It really just is tiring to that,
1: right? It is tiring, <laughs> and yet we have a tendency when somebody is off emotionally or their energy, whether it's when they wake up, like in Ken's case this time. Or during the course of a day, we tend to make it about ourselves. So if you ever found yourself like sucked into the vortex and nobody did anything wrong, their energy just, their selves just aren't dancing. They're not singing a nice tune that's not happy, happy. And so in this particular case that morning, I was on point and I was able to not get sucked in I asked him what was up. He said he'd had a dream, and we were able to just, I could support him. And I stayed up, uplifting, didn't get sucked in, but I touched it. The trick is to touch it.
0: Yes, you did touch it.
1: And that worked for quite a while.
0: Well, and then we did the devotional and our Bible reading and prayer. And then I went into the room to start working. And I'm focused now because... I have a certain amount of time to write a show and then I got to get into my car and drive for an appointment at the office. So I'm focused and I'm researching and I'm writing. And then what happens, my love? Well... This lot of his life
1: came into the room, which and I was staying away. Like, I have learned when he's in his writing mode, stay out, don't interrupt, because then the cells will start screaming and yelling at him and at me, and it doesn't ever go well. So I was really good, but then I came by the office, the creative office. He was actually in my office, so invading my space, not in his own office. Yeah, but it's the creative space. That's why I wanted to be in there. I know, which was lovely, except that man, I couldn't be. And so I was needing to get something out. Out of there, I peeked my eye into the room, noticed he wasn't writing. Noticed he was just Googling.
0: And <laughs> just so, Googling. Just
1: Googling. <laughs> and so I figured he was not really engaged in the work he was doing. So I spoke to him
0: right? Yeah. And I was actually Googling about the person that willed themselves to death.
1: Right. To make sure whether it was folklore, whether it was truth, and there's both conflicting stories. And so we had to find a way we could speak about it. But in that moment, I felt my cells start getting (laughs) deflated because I don't like being ignored. I don't like not being answered. And so that's what happened. So when I walked out of the room, I (laughs) I just said, Howdy, duty! Right? Howdy, duty! <laughs> howdy, duty! Howdy, duty! I didn't want. I didn't throw a temper tantrum. I just kind of under my breath said "Howdy, duty" and left again. And what happened
0: to you? <laughs> well, my cells and my <laughs> emotional state went. to.
1: What the heck?
0: And so I yelled at you to come back because you're in another room. Not like screamed anger, yell. Just called you back. It's, mm-hmm and uh, so anyways we had to unpack that and what I recognize is just like if you're driving in a boat you're Mm -hmm. responsible for your wake Mm -hmm. behind the boat when I say you're responsible for it you're responsible if it's degrading the shoreline you're responsible that it doesn't tip over a canoe or something else so you're responsible for the physical wake you're leaving behind and then I realized We leave an emotional wake behind, and we need to be responsible for how our emotional wake affects the others in our life.
1: Mm -hmm. Because it's happening all the time, and the story you're telling yourself, which is, we'll go back to where we started, the story we're telling ourselves is actually creating how we're responding.
0: Yeah, it's creating the emotion. The emotion doesn't come initially. No, the there's the event. Mm-hmm. then there's the story, and then the emotions. And when you have emotions, like I don't know about you, but if I have emotions like we're, we're having a tough fight or whatever. A heated or, fellowship? Or, or sadness, yeah. you know, someone is uh, dying or sick, and you get those emotions, it drains the energy right out of my body. So going, creating a story truthful or not many times not truthful maybe many times not 100% on creates the emotions which then affects every cell in my body i know so as we're talking story
1: we're not talking like a um we're just saying what we make it mean like the thing we tell ourselves yeah we're we're calling that a story
0: yeah the bus is late what kind of story do i start telling exactly
1: and so what it'll create stress, and we don't need to create that stress because there's plenty of stress in the life that we're already living. We don't need to make it a nasty one. So, how do we get back? How do you get back to telling yourself things that will actually create your life story to be a bestseller?
0: Mm-hmm. So, thanks for the privilege of coming alongside you because we're passionate about us all being positioned for generational. Legacy. Okay, so now I've got a challenge for you. Don't think about a red fire truck.
1: <laughs> the problem is I'm now thinking about a red fire truck and not just any fire truck. The fire truck I'm thinking about is one that my one of my friends often drives, and his wife was there to visit him, and they were kissing on the back of the fire truck. So I got that image of that red fire truck with them on the fire truck and now i can't lose that
0: that's okay it's a nice image
1: (laughs) and so you probably have a different image of fire truck and yet you're probably thinking about a red fire truck and ken told you not to think about it he told me not to think about it too except then I thought about it. So I'm excited that for over 30 years, we've been able to come alongside you, not only selling and buying and investing in real estate, over 3,117 families we've been able to help do that with. Also building your fun, building your faith, building your finances, and even building your relationships so that they strengthen, heal, and flourish. So really, 30 years of building your life, your wealth, and your home. So, what we're going to explore is what we say we don't want doesn't work very well. Mm-hmm. It seems to be counterproductive. When I say, when you said, don't think about a red fire truck, I suspect every single one of you thought about a red fire truck. Maybe not the one I thought of, but you thought of some variation of a red fire truck.
0: That's because the brain doesn't always register, don't. You ever done that with a child? Don't touch that. (laughs) What does the child want to do? The child touches the thing, generally speaking. They so want to touch it because now it's like, it's either taboo or they don't hear the don't. And all the brain hears is touch that. Right. Right.
1: And so, what we've been learning for the last thirty odd years, probably now, is to tell ourselves what we do desire versus telling ourselves what we don't want. But most of us, and I myself, find it easier to describe what I don't like often versus what I do like.
0: Yeah, it's a trained behavior to to say what you want, and even or don't like- want. You mean. No, it's a trained behavior to oh. learn not to say what you don't want. Right. And, and maybe it's because it's, it's tougher. It takes more thought, more mm. time. Because many times when we are doing a consultation, we'll do a free consultation with someone and we'll say, oh, what would you like in a house? Well, I don't want this and I don't want it to have carpet and I don't want it to be here. Well, that leaves a whole lot of other stuff that it could be. Right. Right. Makes it very difficult for us to narrow that down for you. Well, it really does. And
1: so it's how do we reframe that? So we've spent a lot of time being more specific. So the more specific questions we ask ourselves and ask others, so in the sense of a consult, what I will say is what are three things that are must-haves? Where does it need to be located? What price range are you thinking you want it to be in? And now I've got five pieces of information to go on. And then if they start saying, but I don't want a small kitchen, I don't want a dining room. I don't want, well, I get it. And it's really difficult to search on what you don't want versus what you do want. So reframing and being specific with the questions can actually help us in not just a consult, but in anything we're doing uh, to get clear on what it is we desire. So one of the other questions I will always ask is, what are you looking for in a realtor? And they say, well, I don't want one like my last one. Well, okay, I get it. And I'm not going to spend much time unpacking that because that just adds to confusion and negativity. And now we're telling ourselves a story, just listen to the other segment that doesn't serve us. So I'll say, well, what are, you know, three things that you know you request or desire or expect from the realtor that you're working with? Mm-hmm. And by being able to get specific, so that's one of the best approaches i have found and if you found a different one i would love to hear what you have found to get yourself to focus on what you do desire versus what you
0: don't desire yeah and i think the reason that's so important is many times Mm -hmm. what we're focusing on we get more of so if if we're Mm -hmm. looking for a partner either in business or an employee or Mm -hmm. or a spouse or we're looking for something right And we go, well, we don't want this, we don't want that, we don't want that. Well, those things come into our life. It's just weird. I remember Candace. She, for. For several things, she said, uh, I will never do this. I do not want this. I will not get into real estate. like I don't want to
1: do what my parents are doing. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to do that. I will never do that. That's not going to happen in my life.
0: And how long has she had a real estate license now?
1: Uh, 13 years.
0: <laughs> right. And now she says, I do not say what I don't want because inevitably I get it.
1: Right. And so by focusing on what you don't want, you actually, as Ken mentioned, bring often, not always, often bring it into your life. Well, you focus on grows. And because the brain doesn't always register the don't or the not, that very thing is growing. Mm-hmm. And you're getting more of it. I don't want you to yell at me. Somehow you seem to yell more.
0: Hmm. And this, this um, you know, can happen That's why visualization is so powerful, right? You can write a goal, but until you visualize it, you won't bring things into your life to help move you towards that end result. Have you found that?
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So the more, and again, it's back to that word specific or detailed or precise. There's different words we can use for it, but the more precise, the more vivid, the more technicolor you make what you desire, like even creating a video, but there's something magical about writing with your pen and because your brain's engaged, your pen is engaged, your body is in, your you engaged, your cells are engaged. We're back to the cells, yeah. right? The cells are absorbing what you're telling it at a cellular level, right? Mm. At, at the deepest level possible, even at a spiritual level. And the more vivid and detailed you can be, the more you start to believe it to be. And in the past, I would often write things I didn't want, and I did get more of them.
0: Mm hmm. What was interesting that uh, a visualization thing, they, they wanted to do a study, so they took a basketball team, they divided the players the, that through the free-throw, they divided them into three groups, and they made sure that the, the skill level was similar in all three groups. and then the one group, for a week, they practiced free-throws I can't even say that free throws a lot like thousands of them and then the second group didn't throw any free throws they just visualized themselves standing on the the line and the ball going through the hoop and they just visualized over and over and over again and the third group did nothing no practice no visualization or anything and then they tested them how many each one would get and of course the one that did nothing didn't get as many baskets. They did baskets. Worse, right. Yeah. But the other two groups, the one that practiced got exactly the same number, you know, give or take one or two, but primarily the exact same as the group mm-hmm. that did just visualization.
1: It's incredible, right? Mm-hmm. Like what we can conceive with our mind, and this isn't hocus pocus, it's really because what we think about, we start talking about And what we start talking about, we actually start to bring about because that's where we put our effort. Mm -hmm. Right?
0: Yes, we're honored to be your advocates on this journey of real estate and life exponential. Moving forward
1: with the Decker team, moving forward together with the Decker team.